I mean, this is a generation that honestly, they learn by watching video. Um, that's why video is so big for me because I want to learn, teach other parents and their kids to be more empowered, you know, because when you feel like you can do something, then you're self-empowered to actually do it, right? That, my friends, was the voice of Laura Fuentes from Momables. If you don't know who she is, get ready, because she is a fountain of knowledge and a true inspiration to me. This is Lean Green Dad Radio. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. From sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Lean Green Dad Radio, the podcast that provides fuel for families. And now, here's your host, Corey Warren. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. How's your week going? Are you having a good week? Yeah? I hope you are. I hope if you're driving in your car, you're walking your dog, riding the subway, if you're in NYC, whatever you're doing, I hope you're having a great, great week. Uh, We're proud to be brought to you by the Parents on Demand Network, which is an app with a ton of great parental podcast so check them out over at parentsondemand.com uh hey if you are listening to us please subscribe in the itunes store uh it means so much and if you leave a review it means even more it keeps the show going strong and just really makes me super happy and so uh i really appreciate that uh have you tried this mushroom coffee stuff no okay so i've been talking about four sigmatic for a while now four sigmatic they're the mushroom coffee company right And if you're like me, I don't know, like it's not that coffee's bad, right? Coffee in general, just like straight up coffee. But I feel like it always affects my stomach. I think there's just only a small percentage of the population that doesn't run to the bathroom whenever they have coffee. So for me, Four Sigmatic is great. It's it's mushroom coffee. It's medicinal mushrooms. It helps with adaptogens. It's kind of like having an internal you know, a bunch of soldiers that you send into your body to decide what your body needs. Do you need more energy? Do you need to chill out? Do you need to lower those cortisol levels? Whatever you need to do, these mushrooms really help aid that. Seriously, like look it up, uh, foursigmatic.com slash leangreendad. That's four, F-O-U-R, sigmatic, S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash leangreendad. If you do decide to purchase that affiliate link, we'll throw a little bit of change in my pocket and it'll also give you 15% off, which is a great deal. Love those guys. Um, Today's show also brought to you by the world's number one plant-based protein as voted by Expo West just recently out in California. Expo West is the largest natural products expo in the world. And uh, gosh, you guys, uh, Clean Green Protein won the best new product. So we're so excited about that. Uh, My good friends over at Clean Machine who developed it, Uh, Allow me to sell it on my website, leangreendad.com. You just click on the shop tab. Use the code LEANGREEN20 for 20% off your order. That's a huge discount. Uh, It's already really competitively priced. So if you're looking for a great whole food, plant-based protein powder, go check it out on the shop tab. Really, really wonderful. My kids drink it every day. It tastes amazing. The flavor is vanilla chai. I could go on forever about it, but I won't. Okay, Um, if you are hearing us for the first time, if maybe you're one of Laura's huge fan base, then thank you. Thank you for tuning in and uh, giving me just a a little bit of your time. This is a wonderful interview. Um, My name's Corey. I'm a husband. I am a uh, plant-based dad. I'm a podcast host. 
and uh, I, I create meal plants just like Laura, except mine are mine are strictly plant based and super easy, 15 minutes or less, uh, and and it helps make transitioning to a plant-based diet easier, right? I want to make it easy for kids and families because there's so much confusion, so much noise out there about, you know, whatever you want to call it, a vegan diet, a plant-based diet, whatever it is, basically eat more fruits and veggies, right? We just, we can all agree that eating veggies is, is good. So each week I get to talk to some inspiring folks that I can find to keep me motivated to stay fit, eat healthy, and really just get the most out of life as a busy parent. You guys know, finding time to work out and make quick meals, it can really be difficult, especially when you overschedule yourself. Is that you? Am I speaking to you? Yes. Overscheduling is killer. So my hope is that by me giving you a, a, a chance to hear these people, these awesome folks, hopefully you'll take away some quick tips or some gold nuggets of information that you can use in your life to keep on going strong. Now, today's guest, holy cow. Guys, I, I just totally geeked out over this, okay? Laura Fuentes runs Mommables.com. She also has her own private uh, Laura Fuentes, you know, uh, Instagrams and social channels, all, all that kind of stuff. She is a wonderful person, first and foremost. Second of all, we met at the Dad 2.0 conference. You'll hear about that in just a second. But um, wow, her videos are wonderful. And the stuff that she does, it's inspired me for years, you know? I've been doing this thing for, you know, a couple years now. And uh, Laura was one of the first people that I looked at. Uh, just, she's just doing wonderful work. So she does it all uh, with a very small team. Uh, most of it's her. And she's just so kind, so wonderful. What a great story. So I can't say enough good about her. I'm just gushing over this woman because uh, she really is a hard worker and um, just super positive. So we connected on that level as well. So without any further ado, let's get into it. It is my podcast with the amazing Laura Fuentes. Here we go. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you. And as I mentioned, we have Laura Fuentes from Mommables joining us. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here today. Well, I think we should just take a second and tell everyone how we met. All right. So folks, I am at right. the, the Dad 2.0 conference in New Orleans and I see this woman who looks familiar and I can't really place it and she turns around and I couldn't think of anything else to say except, oh my God, you're Laura. And she's like, yes. And then it was it. Was it. I was uh, blown away. Laura, like everything that I do is based off of what I've seen and what I've been motivated by, by your site and your mission, your vibe, everything. So it's a true honor to have you on the show. Gosh, thank you so much, Corey. I, for you guys listening, you don't understand. I was blown away when I met Corey by his positivity and just <laughs> how much he had watched my content, watched my videos, how much he knew about my site. And then when you share that you, what you're doing and you try to mirror and learn from what I do, it's such a compliment and honor. And I really don't take that lightly. Because, um, you know, I think at the end of the day, you and I, we connected because what we're trying to do is just help people eat better, yes, regardless of their chosen um, eating style or preferences for whatever reason, right? Like at the yeah. end of the day, you're a dad and I'm a mom, we've got kids and the struggle is real. <laughs> so 
we connected so well and it's such a pleasure to be here and share some insight with yeah. your fans. Yeah, and folks, I mean, everybody listening knows that uh, we have guests that aren't necessarily vegan or plant-based. I think we've got to get past that, right? We, we, in the end, just like you said, we're trying to just do what's best for our families. And if that means eating more fruits and veggies, so be it. I think we can all agree that eating more fruits and veggies is a good thing. So, 100%. So that's what we're trying to do. Um, but, you know, your story is super unique because you didn't even speak English when you moved to the United States. Is that right? Right. I did not. I, I was born and raised in Spain and I moved here in my teens. And guys, like the only thing I could really say was my name and um, colors and count and like good morning, you know, like. Your typical, if any of you listening to Spanish one in high school, like that was how much English I knew. Um, and so, I don't know, I just, I learned because I'm passionate about learning and improving in all areas of my life. And I just really wanted to communicate with the kids around me. So um, I just, I didn't want to be, uh, you know, labeled as like ESL and I just really worked really hard to make an effort to, to, to learn English. And, and to date, like my, my team will tell you, like, I am so picky about the way I write and the way I speak. Um, and I've, you know, like anything, the more you practice, the better it takes. But, um, it's all because I really, um, I struggled to learn English. Yeah. I think, you know, with my kids, we've kind of, they're in public school. We're thinking about homeschooling, which we'll probably talk about in a little bit. <laughs> but I think that um, we have immersed them in a Spanish-speaking classroom, actually. And so they're learning dual language, but the teachers, they won't say anything to them in English. So they need to figure it out. They need to figure out their homework. They need to figure it out. And I think that's probably one of the best ways to learn. So A hundred percent. Immersion is everything. And you know, one of my biggest regrets is that my kids don't speak Spanish. Um, it pains me to admit it, but uh, because my husband is American, he doesn't speak any Spanish. So, um, and you know how hard it is as a parent to repeat yourself 10 times, much less in a language where no one in the household understands. So, you know, um, it is a sore point for me, but um, you know, uh, I'm hoping to be able to dedicate and travel. As you know, I travel a lot, so travel with my kids to Spain and and start spending like a, a month or three at a time, just so um, we can immerse in the culture more and language. Well, let's talk about that time in Spain just for a brief second, because that's where really all of this started, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, from from what I've read on your site and everything, it's it started with grandma and that that motivation. How does that that special time that you got to spend with her? How does that translate into what you do every day with your kids and letting them participate in the kitchen with you? I mean, that must just mean so much to you. Yeah. You know, I think it's a common thing theme that I hear from people that like we all grew with somebody grew up with somebody in the kitchen. It's. Um, but my grandmother just, you know, she was a mom to five kids, made everything from scratch. Um, her and my grandfather met after, right after World War II. So like they were really poor. And so she just figured out how to make things from nothing. She made all the clothes for my, my mom and her siblings. She cooked from scratch and 
she always said, you know, you can like really learn any trade, but the key is to learn the process, the basic process, and then you can really make anything, right? So when I spend my time in the kitchen with her, her meals were just, I can't describe anything but just fresh, right? They, um, they just incorporated fresh foods wherever my grandfather grew in the, um, they had a garden and orchard, but like in Spain, you kind of go to the market every day. It's a little bit different culturally. Um, so whatever was fresh that day, she'd make something and she, and, but the thing is, is like the technique was the same basic technique, right? So I think I kind of inherited that basic knowledge. Um, and not necessarily like I wasn't, you know, you look in food network and all these kids, like what the things that they can do. And I'm like, wow, these kids cook better than me. Right. <laughs> um, but just really what she instilled in me is an appreciation for basic ingredients that can yield um, a really good family meal, right? And the fresher, the better. Yeah. So that's really the philosophy that I bring into all my cooking, all my recipes, my cookbooks, my videos, and um, that I want to teach people. Like, you don't have to be a chef. You know, you don't have to spend hours in the kitchen. It's really, you know, about learning how to do something really basic and going from there. Yeah. And do the kids enjoy cooking with you? Like, are they in the kitchen with you? Do you have to force them sometimes? Because it's kind of like uh, work and they're like, oh, mom, give me a break. Because mine, mine are like, dad, I don't want to shoot a Lean Green Dad video. Like, seriously, you know, but sometimes so, I have to pay them more money, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the thing about my kids is that um, they're really, like I tell people, my kids are not actors. And so they're not on my videos a lot um, because they don't want to. And I just, I, I say, hey, we're cooking this this week for video days. Um, if anyone wants to participate or come to the studio and shoot a recipe, let me know which one. Um, of course, the desserts. You'll find my kids in dessert videos and <laughs> recipe videos because, like, I think, you know, you're what you people don't see is I'm, like, bribing them with chocolate chips. I'm like, okay, just hang on, okay? Because, you guys, cookies take a really long time to bake yes. when you're filming as opposed to at home. It's like they go on and play with their Legos, right? On video day, it's not like that. So, um, but on a day-to-day -day basis, my kids um, – they help when I ask. They're never, I've never been a parent of like cooking with your kids during the week. Um, my kids are also 10, no, 11, 10, and six. So my 11 year old is now getting to the age where she's observed and helped me for many years. And now she's getting to, she can chop and stir and make breakfast. And like, you know, like yesterday she's FaceTime me um, and she goes, Mom, I made waffles for breakfast. <laughs> and I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, I just like, I picked out the recipe and I, everything was around and I, I, I Googled how to measure flour and she's like, oh my God. And your video came up. And no I'm like, way. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, this is a generation that honestly, they learn by watching video. Um, that's why video is so big for me because I want to learn, teach other parents and their kids to be more empowered, you know, because when you feel like you can do something, then you're self-empowered to actually do it, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, so my kids kind of like cook when they will ask them to for the most part, eh, you know, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm a no pressure kind of parent. So it's like, if you want to, great. If I ask for help, then they get up and, you know, it's a different story. That's a good thing. Um, 
you know, you talked about fresh ingredients and I think that that is key to everything. But, you know, you can take like a handful of those fresh ingredients and put the right spices in and the right spice combination and it just sings. Like it just makes the recipe sing. So, 100%. you know, what what type of spices are your are your go-tos? Like for me, and I don't know if it's cumin or cumin, but I love it. And uh, yeah. I have a big, a big bulk size batch of it that I just kind of use every now and then. But what, do you, what are your go-to spices? Yeah, so I, I love cumin myself as well. Um, so this is actually what's funny that you asked me that because I have a course for picky eaters and it's something that I talk to parents all the time is figuring out your family's, what I call a flavor profile. So... Um, in the spice, in the realm of spices, like I've learned that my kids are not fond of Asian inspired dishes. They just don't like that the soy sauce or the, I don't know, I have no idea. I haven't been able to figure it out. So those aren't always winners in my house, but the exact same recipe or stir fry, I can throw in my amazing homemade taco seasoning. That's why I go through a lot of cumin, uh, because it's got, it's really smoky and it could be the exact same stir fry except now the seasoning is different. So, and it changes everything, right? So what I've, um, at my house, we use a lot of taco seasoning, which if you Google Mama Bowl's taco seasoning, I guarantee you it's like the best taco seasoning you'll ever have. You'll never want to buy the store one. Um, <laughs> it's in three of my cookbooks. It's so good. Nice. Um, so uh, the ta- we use a lot of that, but so when you break that down, I actually use a lot of paprika, it's very Mediterranean, of course. I use um, smoked paprika. Yes. Um, because it just really brings, you know, you don't even have to barbecue anything. You could just pan fry it and it's just so deep and rich. Um, I use a lot of, um, in seafood, my kids really like like lemon pepper um, because I don't, I, I'm not sure. I, and it just sort of brings out that freshness and, you know, um, I think it kind of goes easier. So I could make some quick tacos that could be there like with my taco seasoning on the fish or it could be like uh lemon pepper fish and they still eat it right nice um so we use a lot of uh italian seasoning i'm a big fan of all-purpose seasonings uh for a lot of my recipes because um it helps me and i know it helps my readers save time Mm. and Mm. while i have a ton of recipes i know that for for the inexperienced cook for the inexperienced cook, like if you look at a recipe that has like 10 different seasonings that you've got to, to measure out, they're like, oh my gosh, right? Like yeah, it's a yeah. mental barrier. And so um, I try to really, when I test recipes and I use seasonings, I try to like make them on an, into an all-purpose if I can. Yeah. So Italian taco seasonings are my go-tos and then smoked paprika and cumin. Yeah, smoked paprika is cool. Uh, holy cow. If you haven't tried it, folks, like get out there and try it because it's unbelievable. Um, yeah. The other thing that's really unique for me is white pepper. Have you ever tried white pepper? Yes, and I like it. I personally like it better than black pepper, mm. um, but my, it doesn't go over well with my kids. I think they, they find it, it's, I don't know, more empowering or I'm not sure what, but um, yeah. with the kids, it doesn't go all, all over well. Yeah, I agree. Same thing here. It's more of an adult thing. And like different curries, I've found the same thing. Like yellow curry might work, but like don't ever use a red curry with kids because it's just so, so spicy. Like 
whenever my kids say they don't like something in in their early age, they would say like, it's too spicy, daddy, too spicy, even though it's not spicy. (laughs) You know, they just say it. Yep, that's a word my kids use. But here's a tip about curry. Um, There are, like, you can buy um, curry paste, right? Like Thai Kitchen or whatever. So something that I do to get my kids used to these richer flavors is um, I use, like, the paste plus coconut milk. And whatever, like... So like a creamy Thai chicken or uh, or even like, oh, I have this slow cooker, creamy um, cauliflower that my kids like, what is this? Like, or chickpea and cauliflowers. Um, really, like, I use more uh, coconut milk than the recipe calls for. So it's milder, but the base is still there, right? Yeah. So, you know, and that's the thing as an adult, like, I don't want to eat bland food, Right. But I also understand that our kids actually have more taste buds than we do. So everything's stronger to them. And it's a learned, you know, they just have to try it more times. So anyway, that's my two cents. How do they have more taste buds than us? Like it just Well, they have the same amount, but like their taste buds are not as developed. So like their flavors is all more intense. My apologies. It's just more, it's almost like more of their taste buds are active, like um, my husband jokes that we've burned our tongue way too many times. Um, but as an adult, your taste buds are more acclimated and so, and they tolerate things more, uh, with kids, everything's just like more there. Everything's stronger. They're just like trying to learn the field, you know? Hey guys, what's up? It's Corey back in the studio. I have to come back just to give a huge shout out to my friends at Four Sigmatic, and then we're going to get right back to the conversation with Laura. Okay. So Mushroom coffee. All right, people, if you haven't heard of it, you got to go check it out again. um, You might be like, what the heck are you talking about, Corey? I don't want mushrooms in my coffee. I get it. Um, Now, I do enjoy coffee every now and then. I don't drink it all the time. But the thing is, is that it's always messed up my stomach a little bit. So um, this Four Sigmatic mushroom coffee mix that I'm drinking right now, it has two things in it, cordyceps and chaga. Now, um, I'm going to talk to them talk to you about them for a minute but it's really really incredible that the cordyceps are uh you know work with your antioxidant level right they will help you fight off the little sniffles and the little colds and stuff like that the chaga relaxes you mellows you out but it's an adaptogen so if you need energy it will also give you energy um i really like it too because um gosh the the stress and cortisol levels are lowered it can possibly boost your energy naturally and it can increase your endurance by close to 50% in a study that I just read. So to learn more about this product, definitely head over to foursigmatic.com. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash leangreendad. Again, that's foursigmatic.com slash leangreendad. You'll get 15% off your purchase right now, and you don't even have to enter a code. So go check it out. Again, foursigmatic.com slash leangreendad. Okay, now it's time to get back to our super awesome talk with Laura. Well, you know, we don't have to talk about homeschooling too long, but I think <laughs> that your your take on it and your your view on how it it allows you to actually spend more time with family and it, it enables you to do things like travel to Utah like you just did, you know, like <sighs> things like that. I, I think, you know, again, we don't have to let dive too much yeah. into it, but like what what have been the, the biggest successes for you? And and also when did you make that transition? to yeah. the homeschool. So I've been homeschooling my kids for three years now. And if you're listening, it is 
you think parenting is hard if you're a parent? Like there is nothing like the pressure that one feels to have your child's education on your hands. Yeah. But um, and so I just but you have to take a step back and go. They'll turn out okay. Like really, it's for me. I realized that what was important and the things that have really shaped who I am today are the things that I've learned in life. Not in a textbook. So a lot of parents call this like life schooling, um, homeschooling on the road. Um, you know, we're not really on the road all the time. But uh, a few years ago, I realized that I wanted to just have my kids learn more through experience than learn through um, a textbook. And I really just, you know, none of my kids have special needs, fortunately, but. Um, one of the, the schools that one my, my that we're going to, it wasn't working for my son. So, um, my son is very smart and he does not want to sit there and do worksheets. Right. And about four years ago, we took a, um, long trip to Europe and it was like probably 16, 17 days. Um, and where my kids, my kids missed a week of school and we are the school that they went to, they sent us all their work. And it wasn't even excused. And they, I mean, this whole ordeal, my husband and I were sitting at the table in, in Spain and we're like, I can't believe we're spending four hours a day doing these worksheets that our kids detest and we're missing out on life here in Europe. And so that was a big light bulb moment. And when we came back, we were like, you know what, we're going to do everything we can to change that. Yeah. So it's a, homeschooling has allowed us to really be, for, for a working parent, as you know, I work full time and it's made me be more efficient with my time and how I spend my time. So now I'm, I say no to a lot of things. I'm not a social media in spite of having a company that's like on social media and uses that for marketing. Um, I mean, I am, but like I'm not home checking Facebook uh, while, you know, I'm hanging. When I'm home, I'm home, you know, like I, Facebook is checked here during the day at the office for like different periods of time. And then I like unplug you know so I really what it's really taught me as a parent is how to be more present in my kids lives and I think that that's kind of what we all want when we first have kids and then life gets really busy so um and you know really to be able to teach my kids the things that they like right so my daughter is very entrepreneurial in nature so she comes to the studio here once a week and she does her homework first and then you know, I let her, she, I said, what are you going to learn today? So she's like, okay, today I want to learn about this. And so she'll go research and go on YouTube or go on National Geographic, like whatever it is that week, right? Um, so she used to go to regular school. My other son used to go to regular school. And my youngest has never been to regular school, which is very different. And I have to tell you that my husband and I really, we noticed that our youngest is much more inquisitive. And he just questions things more. And he's, um, I know every kid has a different personality, but he's never been taught to memorize anything. He's never been taught a certain way, right? Like he has just had to figure it out or we we've had to figure out how to teach him something. Yeah. And so his mind is the type that just begins to figure things out. And, um, I've realized that it's a really great skill to have as an adult. And as you know, as somebody that's entrepreneurial and you know, when you don't know something, we, you would think that we would go out and try to figure it out, but it's not the case with everyone. So 
so far, you know, it's three years in and um, we don't know how long we'll go, but it does allow us um, the flexibility to travel as a family more and to spend more time together. Nice. And I think those are wonderful reasons. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm thinking about it for the future too. So you never know. You never know. But yeah. thanks for sharing that with us. Thank you. Okay, so what what uh, what does exercise? What role does exercise play in your life? Because you know, eating fresh food is one thing, and I yeah. I believe that like it's like eighty percent of what you do to live a healthy life. You got to fuel yourself with good stuff, but you also have to work that body out every now and then. And um, you are kind of a early riser like me, from what I've read. So, um, yeah. you know, how how often are you getting to the gym? You know, do you have any? any goals that you focus towards like races or stuff like that? Or do you just kind of maintain a normal level of, you know, mom fit, you know? Um, so for me, it's a bit of a mix. Um, if you're listening and you're in your twenties, just train your body to get out there and do it. The younger you make this a habit and you feel great, the better it is for you. That's one of my biggest regrets. I was kind of active, in my 20s, but never had a really good program. Um, I think I, I got started, quite frankly, um, I was never in sports uh, as a, you know, in high school, I never played sports. Um, so I can't say that I grew up playing sports and I was athletic. I'm like, I was just never athletic. Uh, in my teens, I found myself to be overweight because I came to the United States and everything here, my mom used to joke that the air had calories. I gained a lot of weight. Um, and so I was about 40 pounds over 30 to 40 pounds overweight in my early teens. And the way I lost the weight at 14 was when I lived in Germany and I went and swam every single day. And I watched what I just ate a lot of fresh foods. I eliminated everything that wasn't processed. I mostly ate vegetables and um, I happened to live with a family that was diabetic. So they really watched all their carbs and the sugars. And I learned a ton about food because of them. Um, but the key here about exercise, and the reason I tell you the story about losing the weight in my teens is because I couldn't, the first day I went out to the pool, because, you know, I lived in Berlin and in this middle of January is um, so probably like in the teens, uh, temperature wise, it's pretty cold. So I had to find like something indoor. So I knew I kind of, I knew how to breaststroke and swim so I could do that. Right. So that was exercise. And so the first day I made it to the pool, I didn't do an hour of swimming. Right. I literally did five minutes and I was out of breath. Wow. But the key was I did it actually in the end, I walked there for 20 minutes because um, my hair was dry. So I walked to the pool for 20 minutes and then I took the bus back um, to the, to my house in, in Berlin. But the thing, the most important part is that the next day I went again, right? So I was out of breath and winded the first day and the second day I went again and I that day I could do about seven to 10 minutes, which was probably like four or five laps. I don't know. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I'm like everything that we hear in our mind. And then I was like, but I'll come back tomorrow because I can't do any more today, but I will be back. And so I kept going back. And by the end of the month, I could swim an hour of laps, right? So when I came back to the um, States, I had lost all my weight and I realized how important moving was, right? Um, I, I, I just felt great, you know, energized. And then... 
But I put that on the side with college and all the good stuff that comes along with that. And I hate to admit, but the reason I started working out as I'm in my 20s was to lose the baby weight with child number one. And that was really epic hard, okay? Because now you're tired, you have a newborn, and you have stuff that jiggles that never jiggled before. So no matter how well I ate, um, you know, I needed to put in like that weight training combo and some cardio, um, so fast forward three kids and, um, I've learned that exercise is not about weight loss for me. Now that I juggle a lot of my life, like exercise really gives me balance and it starts my day with more energy and just mental clarity. Um, like I really feel like if I can get over exercise or whatever it is, a workout in the morning, I can tackle anything that day, Right. So now I, um, I, I have also, I work out my combos at home. I have a uh, Peloton bike at home. So I spin about two to three times a week. Cause I honestly not, I love it. I, I love the endorphins that I get from a really good workout. Yeah. And then I kind of go to the gym another two times a week just to do something different. Right. Like I'm not a cardio bunny or anything like that. But they, I've learned that they don't have to be really long, Corey. Like, it could be 20 minutes. The key that I tell parents, and if you're listening, is it's not about working out. It's about making yourself a priority, putting yourself first, and staying in my body and taking care of it is really important. So that goes on the top of my to-do list. Because what happens is that when you don't, you don't feel as good about yourself. And that carries out into everything that you do, including the way you eat. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. It's uh, you're preaching to the choir here, and folks. I mean, the you know, I wrote this article about being a dad and how the evolution of of my working out. Right, like back in high school, it was like, "Yo, bro, how much can you bench?" Right, like, uh, "How much are you lifting?" Uh, and stuff like that. And you know, it became about lifting as much weight as possible. And then you kind of, you know, you want to be. Uh, I think all of us at at some basic level want to be attractive, right? To to whoever we're trying to attract. And then after that, it just becomes being a good example, you know, for your family. So, I mean, you wake, waking up and working out and putting yourself first, it shows your kids that they should do the same thing. And that's really what it's all about. So good for you. Yeah, a hundred percent, you know, and, and also what's important about that is to talk to your kids about why you work out, especially if you have girls, like my daughter's 11 and, you know, her body's starting to change and she notices things about people and, um, you know, it, it just, and I tell them like, listen, mom doesn't just work out to like stay skinny or I mean, not as skinny, but like just to stay fit or whatever. I'm like, it's just important. You know, cars are not meant to be parked in a garage. Okay. They are meant to run our bodies. If you don't move them, they get rusty. So it's not about, um, working out to look a certain way, although that is a benefit. It's because when you don't, your body begins to feel rusty. So she kind of like understands, you know, because I don't want her to think that she, if she exercises or it's just to look good, you know, it's really more about moving your body. You know, it's like they say, you could just go walking, right? Like you just walk every day, do something. Or like I did at 14, like I did, I knew how to breaststroke, so I swam, right? Yeah. I walked and swam. So I tell her this all the time because to our kids, it just sets the example. But beyond that, it's about having these conversations of the whys, you do, why you do something. Not, so they don't just look at us and go, well, like mom and dad do it. 
you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. My kids were used to seeing me in bike shorts every morning for like two years. No. <laughs> Now I just mess with them. I have the, you ever seen those tight exercise pants, like the long ones that guys wear under their shorts, like Steph Curry, you know, on the Warriors or yeah, something? Yeah, oh no, I know. I'm familiar so with like, them. I found like a $15 pair at, uh, I think we were at Walmart for whatever reason. And I'm like, oh man, I would look so funny in these. So I totally got them and I just wore them one day when the kids came home from school and they were like, oh dad, come on, disgusting. <laughs> and so now I wear them all the time. My wife- But they're in, like they, Lululemon has like this whole line for men and tight stuff. So you know the rest will follow, right? The Targets and Walmarts of the world, they'll offer it. I don't know. I can't go out in public with those on though. I just can't. I just, I'm not, I'm not secure enough to wear those like at a race or in public without any shorts over. <laughs> Over, over them it's just like messed up to each their own Corey. Yeah. to each their own yeah no judgment yeah if you if you're wearing tight right. pants and you love them they right on and women can wear tight pants i think better than men can for whatever reason i don't know just i don't know maybe it's an anatomy <laughs> thing who knows anyways moving on um so where where can we where can we follow you obviously all the all the stuff is going to be in the show notes for people to link to but um what's going on where where what can people do to get engaged what do you want us to do i mean I, if you if you're interested in the lifestyle side of things and um, how I live as like a full time working mom and like the homeschooling and the eating part, you can visit my blog, which is laurafuentes.com. That would be a great place. Um, I, I have made a commitment to share one fitness post about how I, it's not about the exercises that you do, but the mental side yeah. every mm -hmm. month because I think it's really important. So if you need a motivation um, just to read something every month, that would be, from a parent point of view, that would be a good place to go. Um, you know, I know your, your peeps are not gonna eat what we mostly offer at mommables.com, but on YouTube slash mommables, there are a lot of meal prep and a lot of naturally vegetarian and vegan recipes that you know, um, that I make, I don't call them vegan or vegetarian. They're just food to me. So, um, and, and again, like, I think what's important is learning those basics of food. So if you're into video, hit me up on YouTube slash mommables, M O M A B L E S. Um, and that would be the place. Yeah. And I think that any recipe that I can find, there's a way to veganize it, right? If it uses, if it uses dairy milk, use coconut milk or almond milk or oat milk or rice milk. There's so many different options. If it if uses it's chicken, cheese, just on. put in black, any kind of legume or beans, yeah. you yeah. know, I mean, or even totally. go get some of the, I mean, they have the fake meats out there. You know, they're not, they're not ideal, but you know, they are out there. If you, if you're transitioning, yes, you, know. you use those, go ahead. I, I, I don't, but, um, you know, if you use those, go ahead. I always, sure. I always talk about those for folks that like, if they are trying to transition to a plant-based diet and they're like, I love meat so bad. I'm like, okay, yes. you know, try, do like a, you know, a Beyond Burger or something like that. Look, if you're really I've heard amazing it. things about soy riso, like chorizo, but like people rave about it, so yeah. I haven't tried it yet. But I'm like, gosh, really? I mean, like I'm missing out. I'm like, I used to have a an intern that was vegan, and um, she has done really well on social media with all these things. But you said it right. It's really not about what you eat and don't. It's really if you need the help to transition, then you know, use that. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Hey, thank you again. Thank you a million for coming on board, and uh, oh. we'll we'll keep following you and keep looking for new videos. Anytime, thank you so much. 
Hey guys, what's up? Corey back in the studio. Thank you so much for making it through another episode of Lean Green Dad Radio. But hey, don't let your experience end here. We've got a free 30-day trial for our plant-based recipes. You can check it out on the homepage of leangreendad.com. Also, I'd love for you to follow us. Follow us on Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram. We've even got a YouTube channel. I'd love for you to join us in however you consume your social media. And uh, geez, guys, um, until next time, I I sincerely thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Um, Until next week, this is it. Keep going that extra mile for your family. See you later.